Hello and welcome to your weekly episode of the Rise Higher podcast with me, Laura Jane Hand, helping you to rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of the Rise Higher experience. This week we're looking at one of the least known ways that we block our good. So when we talk about prosperity, when we learn about the law of attraction, and when we try to attract all of our good to us, when we say prayers or make vision boards or we have dreams of what we want our life to be, if we're not aware that we have this particular belief, then it blocks our good and we struggle in life. We never really fully feel satisfied and happiness almost seems to be elusive. So the belief that we're looking at today is stored in our subconscious mind. It's a pattern, a habit that we run and it's so automatic, it's so subtle that we almost don't realise that we're doing it and it's not the belief that we're not good enough, it's not that one, it's one that is rarely talked about. So can you think of a situation in your life, so in the past, whether that's 20 years ago, yesterday, or even this morning, or whenever, where you feel like you lost something. So an experience that caused you pain. So this loss might be a person. It might be an item. It could be a business, a deal. Maybe you lost money. You may have lost time being with somebody that wasn't right for you. Maybe you feel like you lost confidence because of the way you were treated or that you missed out on confidence because of how you were brought up. Or maybe you feel that you lost that feeling of security because of what's happened to you in the past. Maybe you feel like you lost reputation, lost dignity. Maybe you feel you missed out on good education, that you lost an opportunity. Maybe you feel like you missed out on being parented well or missed out on having a mum or dad that was present. Maybe you lost a pregnancy. One woman, for example, one woman I worked with felt like she'd missed out on connection to her mother because she had been in an incubator for a few days after being born. So this is how far this belief in loss can stem back from. Another lady felt like she had lost 30 years of her life sticking to into a, in, in an unhealthy marriage so she'd stuck around she tried to make it work and now she'd had this belief that she'd lost all of this time but when you look back there's also many instances throughout from right back into her childhood where she also felt like she'd lost out as well so these times of loss can be where our life can just feel empty of any good we can look back on these, these experiences with bitterness, condemnation and regret. Sometimes we look back on them with anger and hate. And these can be times when we just felt deeply unhappy. We might have gone through a period, period of depression and just felt like we'd lost those years. It can be times when we feel like we've just wasted time playing it small, in the wrong relationship, in the wrong job doing the wrong degree, 
it might be a mistake that you made and it created a situation of loss. People, clients, when I work with them and they've been through infidelity and they've lost the family, they've lost the wife or the husband, that's the kind of loss that we're thinking of. So if you're anything like me, you will have more than one experience of apparent loss that has come to you now. And if you were to sit with a piece of paper and a pen, I'm sure there would be a whole long list of experiences on there, which is all fine. And it's almost scary to look at this list because the thought of loss manifests inside of us and it creates our life experience in the present. So whether we're losing things like small things like keys, how many times can we lose keys or jewellery? We can get lost in the car. We can even put the sat-nav on and still get lost. It can be up to large things like where we feel like we've lost health or wealth. And the word loss literally means destruction. So if we hold on to experiences from the past and look at what we lost, consciously or unconsciously, the time, the money, the person, the situation, the opportunity, then what do we do? We create more of the same in the present and then in the future. So if you've been asking for a certain outcome or hoping for a certain dream and it's not happening, if you want to unblock yourself, you have to be bold and look back over your life at what you believe you've lost or missed out on. Because greater good than we can ever imagine with interest can be ours if we do this work. Yes, it may mean our good has been delayed, but it's never lost because the miracles, the good that we've blocked are all held in trust for us until we are ready to receive them. How amazing is that? So if we think back over painful periods in our life, it can feel like we've literally lost years where there was little joy, little peace, little happiness. And we almost want to run away. You know when you just think it would be easier to not be here, pretend it didn't happen, we can numb ourselves, we can shop our way through them, we can gamble, we can have, we can look to other people to soothe our pain, we can look to coffee, alcohol, all of these different substances, we can look to all these different ways to numb ourselves through it. So how do we do it? So this belief of loss, until we hear about this through this, this message, we almost don't realise we're doing it. So this belief in loss is stored in our mind at such a deep level that we're so used to it. We just don't even know any different. And one of the least known ways of demonstrating prosperity, of unblocking our good, of having health, wealth, happiness, perfect self-expression, is through acknowledging and healing this belief in our perceived loss. Because it goes unrecognised, because we just think these experiences are what we've been through, but if we don't acknowledge the loss that we felt, then we can't change our belief and therefore our experience. So the first thing to, to remember is that we cannot forget them, ignore them or suppress them. 
So all of these experiences that we've been through, these apparent losses, we cannot shut them out because they stay with us mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually. It's like we almost wear them. It's like we've got a suitcase that we just carry around with us all the time. And when I worked with a client recently on this in her relationship, she looked back over those 30 years of marriage, which had now ended with so much sadness for the years she felt like she'd wasted staying with this man who just never respected her. And it can be so upsetting. We can look back and think, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? But this belief in what we've lost, if we don't do something about it, will just keep repeating and creating the future to be just like the past. Now she's in a completely different position where she can see what wasn't right, but she couldn't do that during her marriage. And that's where that infinite compassion comes in for ourselves, because if we had known how to do anything differently, we would have done it. So in order for her to live better and not let it affect her going forward, this is where this work is so profound because she may not have been able to do anything about it in the past, but in any moment she can step into that power and make a new decision in any moment. One, one example, another example that comes to mind is the lady that was held in the concentration camps for years I can't remember her name now, but she came out of that and said that Hitler had got many years of her life and he was not going to get one more day. So what this lady, what my client could do is dwell in that whole, oh, all those years that I've lost, all that time that I've wasted, all that happiness that I've missed out on. We can choose to focus on that. She can choose to keep focusing on that or she can start to change what she sees within it which leads us on to point number two seeing the good within it so what did we learn from it what did you learn from that experience that came up for you from the first question I asked at the beginning of this message so what experience have you had where you felt like you experienced loss what did you learn from it if you were going to look so positively at it through positive glasses through a positive lens, how did you grow? So if you can't think of one reason right now, just create a list, write a header on top of it, the good that came from, name the situation, and just leave it there for a while. And when I, when I had my first miscarriage, one of my coaches asked me to do this at the time, and I thought she was mad because I was like, there is no good in this, absolutely no good. By about an hour into the actual miscarriage, I had one positive reason for it. And after two weeks, I had 18 reasons on that list. Like I need to dig the list out because it was so profound. So I actually did that and went back over every other negative experience of loss that I felt like I'd had during my life so when we can actually say this is how I've grown from it this is what I've learned that's where the miracle is that's where the lesson is step three is to restore so these years these experiences must be restored 
in our mind, in our body, in our thinking, in our spirit, in our soul, of times of growth, regardless of the appearance. So instead of focusing on the loss, we have to ask for divine restoration. This isn't woo-woo land. This is the secret. And I say divine because sometimes we cannot get there on our own. Through all the will in the world, we cannot see the good in a situation. We need a divine intervention. We need help over any experience. So say the one that came, the first one that came to mind earlier on. We have to say over it, that was not loss, that was a gain. I now drop the loss and take the gain. So we, we bless it. We bless a situation and we take the good from it. Our mind, our spirit, our heart, our soul is taking the good from any experience. Does it mean to say that we'll forget? Does it mean to say that if we lost a loved one that we'll forget them? Absolutely not. What it does is it, it makes that relationship even stronger because we're looking at how much we appreciated that person, what we gained from that relationship and potentially what relationship we can still have with that person even deeper now in the present. Step four is now all about receiving more. God, love, the universe, however we like to look at it, can repay us with interest if we're willing to do this work. The universe wants us to have our good, all of it, every last bit. It's almost pressing it down on us all the time. And it's us, it's like we've got our hands out in front of us saying, mm, I'm kind of blocking it. I don't really know why I'm blocking it because I kind of want it, but I'm not sure I want it. It's because we've got these beliefs, these thinking patterns, these walls we've built around our hearts. The universe wants us to take all of this in. And in my book, More Than a Mindset, I explain how this spiritual power and all of these blessings struggle to pass through us and come to us when we're believing in loss and when we're holding on to unforgiveness towards people and situations from the past. It's hard to do this work, I know, and this work can be emotionally draining, but so too is holding on to unhelpful beliefs and then keep reliving the experiences over and over again in our lives by recreating them. We have to make it a mission. If we want to be happy, if we want to experience all the good that all of the books promise us is possible, if we want that, we have to make it a mission to see the good, regardless of how it's screaming at us about all the things we have lost and why there is no good and why this is just crazy and this woman is crazy. We, we have to see the good. If we want to be happy, if we want to grow, if we want our life to be different in the future, have all this good that we know is possible, then we have to see the good. And it's mind training because we are taught from the moment we are born to focus on what is not good. You know what it's like. You wake up in the morning and you can mentally be in that habit. You can look at somebody and instead of mentally in that habit of looking at the good and what good is in them, 
we can just see what annoys us. That's how deep this is. That's how profound it is that we are in control in every single moment. We have the power. So if you're somewhere where you feel comfy to do this, we can say, we can even dance, we can move, we can do an affirmation. When we move with an affirmation, it's called an incantation. Something along the lines of this. My good cannot be withheld from me. The good that seems lost in my life will be restored to me at the right time, in the right way, through the right channels. So imagine saying that, like I'm physically stood up now. My arms are above my head and out at the side. My arms are open, my palms are facing upwards. This is all, it sounds stupid, it sounds crazy, it can sound woo-woo, but this works. So standing up, moving whilst we're doing it with music on, my good cannot be withheld from me. The good that seems lost in my life will be restored to me at the right time, in the right way, through the right channels. We don't need to know all of the answers. If we do this, if we speak these words, if we create our list of all the different reasons why we think we've lost things and we look to see the good, honestly, our life can transform right in front of our eyes. The trouble is we get in the way every single day. This, what is in this message today, if you practice, if you put these principles into place, they will transform your life. It's just whether whether you're ready to let the past go and step into this, step into this greatness that you know you can have. So what if you're struggling to see the good? You wouldn't be the person you are today without these experiences. And if you're thinking, I know, but I'm not as confident because of them, that's why I'm angry. So if you've been through something and you've come out the other side and you just don't feel as confident, then you can be angry because of that. But you wouldn't be here listening to this message and being encouraged to grow, to work on yourself. And you wouldn't be developing yourself if you hadn't been through that experience. You wouldn't be the person you are today. And if you're thinking, well, no, because I would have had the confidence already, so I wouldn't need to work on myself. But there would be something else. There would be something else. If we didn't have this, there would always be something else. If it hadn't been that issue, it could have been something else. And this is, this is something that we've got to learn so that then we can help other people through it as well. If you're thinking, I still cannot see the good, then you wouldn't have the compassion, that soul-searching desire for more. When I had my first miscarriage, there was just no... It was one of those, people say that there are no overnight awakenings, but this was one of them. And I was walking down the high street the day after of going through the actual natural miscarriage and the pain associated with it. I was walking down the high street, feeling a little bit sorry for myself. The night before had been so painful, but it dawned on me that nobody knew what I'd been through that night before. And then I kind of stopped in the middle of the street and looked at everybody and thought, I don't know what you've been through either. So if you're slightly rude to me or you kind of push past me or you look a bit down and normally I might judge that person. Wow, I started to like see through this, 
this completely different worldview and it felt like a moment of real awakening. It was like a real wow, wake up kind of moment. It had been such a painful night, but that that realization, that experience was a huge lesson for me in compassion. And it's one I will never ever forget. And that is some of the good that I've taken from that experience. Out of anything we've been through in the past, we have grown you have grown, you have expanded, you have learned more about yourself and the world. So instead of running away from it and condemning it, we've got to look at the unhappy times in our life differently. This was the way our life had to go, in a way, in order for us to learn what we needed to learn. What if you're thinking, why couldn't it all have been easier and me not have gone through all of that? Then you'd have nothing to do, nothing to learn. There would be no good, no bad. You would just be in this complete, you know, bubble. The whole point of life is to remember. So remember means remember, but remember, R-E dash member, is to bring ourselves back together. These broken fragment places within us where we feel broken and we feel wounded it's about bringing all of those back together. We can start right now, if we choose to, to let the past and the experiences and the loss, we can choose to let it all go. And what if you still think there is no good in the situation? You just can't see how there's any good in it when it's still hurting you now. Sometimes these periods of loss are there to give us depth insight and understanding that we might never have gained from an easier path. You're listening to a message like this and it is highly likely that your soul has been yearning to grow and it takes courage to do this work. Our soul almost wants to have these experiences so that we will transform into, as overly used it is, as it is, that saying of the person our soul knows us can, can be. So it wants us to wake up, it wants us to go through life not half asleep, it wants us to experience the fullness of life and if we take the good, if we rewire our brain, then we can focus on that in every situation and create a future different to the past. So when our good seems to have been taken from us, withheld or that it's unavailable, it's because of our own attitudes and that's almost hard to hear. It's easier to blame somebody else for what happened to us. It's easier to blame somebody else because we're not as confident now as we could be. But we won't heal in that mindset. We won't heal until we fully accept that we have to change. We can't change the past. We can't change how we were raised, what school we went to, what opportunities didn't come our way. We can't change the years that we feel like we wasted going around in circles. We can't change the money that we invested that we lost. We have to change our attitude. We can do that right now, right today. Or we can wait another few years, but then we'll be like, oh, but then I wasted those few years when I could have just done the work right now. So remember, the more good we didn't claim or we missed out on in the past, the more there is waiting for us right now. Like how exciting is that? 
if we can let go of our belief in loss and expect it to appear because we get what we're expecting, don't we? The key point to remember is at the right time. So we hope to do this work now and then win the lottery tomorrow, but it can take time. How long have you been thinking this way? When was your first experience of loss? What age were you? It can be decades ago. So yes, we should expect sudden breakthroughs and miracles, but we've also got to accept that our, and trust that our good will come to us at the right time in the right way, whether that's tonight or tomorrow or next year. So if you are now ready to release your belief in loss and start to accept the gain and receive all of those blessings that are stored up for you with interest, more interest, interest than we get in the bank at the minute, I would love you to join me in the guided visualization now to undo everything that's going on in your heart and your mind and start to create the new. So let's do this. Let's visualize now and change your state and I will see you on the other side of the visualization. Okay, so sit in somewhere where you're comfy and you won't be disturbed where it's safe. It helps to sit cross-legged on a cushion or you can sit on a chair and gently close your eyes. Start to bring your attention onto your breath. Breathing in through your nose. Feel your tummy expand and exhale and release. Breathe in, feel your tummy expand and exhale and release. Breathe in through your nose and exhale and release. And I want you now to go back in your mind to a previous experience of loss. Maybe it's the one that came to you at the beginning of today's message. Maybe it's a new one that's come to you since. Really see it, feel it. Maybe even step into the situation again. As hurtful as it can be, as painful as it can be, if we can go back into this moment, just briefly, because it's safe to do so, and just acknowledge the loss and say to yourself what it is that you lost in that period that you remember, in that experience. Was it the money, a person, a deal, confidence, happiness? And really acknowledge it. So if it's confidence, I lost confidence because of how they treated me. I lost confidence because of what I went through. I lost a deal, I lost money. I was unfairly treated. Really feel it, see it. You know its impact that it's had on you then. And how you can bring that with you right into the present moment. 
And now it's time to change it all. So dare to look back at this situation and say, my good was not lost in that experience. My good will reappear now with interest. Again, maybe hold your arms out to the side, really feel this. My good was not lost in that experience. My good will reappear to me now with interest. My good was not lost in that experience. My good will reappear now with interest. And really feel that shift in energy from the belief in loss and what we missed out on and what we went through to actually there is no loss because I learnt a lot through it. And now I want you to think of one reason, just one reason why that experience can be classed as good, as a success. So this is really using that power within us to bless a situation, to transform it. We can do this, we can do this in any moment. So think of that experience and see this healing light just covering it all. You're covered in this white healing light. The situation, the people involved are covered in this white healing light. And you choose to focus on the good. Your mind is focused on the good. Your heart is open and it's focused on the good. And say to yourself right now one thing that has, that has come from this situation that is good. It might be what you learned. It might be what you will never do again. It might be a book it led you onto, a belief system. Through stress you might have found yoga. Through losing money you might have learnt more about how to invest well. You may have developed wisdom, peace of mind. You may have learnt compassion. All of these things that we cannot buy. Experience, life knowledge that we can pass on to people how we have healed from things, we can help others. Imagine now all of the things that you may have missed out on in life. So because we have these beliefs that are held in our mind about what we've lost, imagine that all of these years we've been blocking good. Situations, opportunities, money, people. Imagine it's all in a vault in the sky. This vault is called the goodness vault. There's a sign over the top and it's full, full to the brim of all things that are meant for your good. It's like a bank account, but this is the most spiritual bank account with the best interest rate. It doubles daily. There is no loss in the universe and you now open your minds, let go of the belief in loss, you open your heart, you see the good. If you can, open your arms wide out with your palms facing upwards. You are now ready to receive all of this good. 
you now have space inside your mind and your heart to receive all of the good. Now say to yourself or out loud if you can, I am receiving. I am receiving now. I am receiving all the good that the universe has always wanted to give me. There is an abundance of all good things and it is coming to me now. And let it in. Let it come to you. The good that wants you, the good that you want, you want each other. But we've got to let it in. And we can only do that when we go deeper. Our mind can stop us. But when we choose to focus on the good, when we open our hearts and let go of the past and choose to see the good in the present, our life will change. Inhale and feel all of that goodness within you. And exhale and release. On the inhale, see yourself receiving all of this goodness. And on the exhale, release. Inhale, see yourself receiving all of this goodness. And exhale and release. And when you're ready, bring your attention back into your body back into the room, start to wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, you might want to move your body gently, move your neck, move your head, rotate your shoulders and come back into the room. This week, I received an epic question from a client, from somebody that I'm working with one-to-one. -one, and he was like, I have read so many books. I know all the theory, but I just cannot put it into practice. My life isn't working like I want it to. And it's annoying because he said he knows the deepest text. He's done so many courses so many workshops there's always something else we can do but he's frustrated because he can't be it and this is the fundamental difference Patanjali says 99% practice 1% theory how often do we do it the other way around how many self-help books do we read we can do 99% theory and only 1% practice and then we wonder why things aren't working so here's why it is an amazing question. Because this recognition is a game changer. We can get stuck in that learning cycle of always needing something else, of always doing something else before we think we can heal. But this is a trap. It's an ego trap. Our smaller self, that's our ego. It wants to hold us back, keep us small. It always wants us searching for the truth, 
knowing, thinking that it's somewhere outside of us, never telling us that it's within us already. We can be reborn in any moment that we let the past go. We have that power within us. We have free will. Unlike a cat, a dog, a tree, a baby, we have free will to stop this process, to abort the process at any time, which can be a blessing, but it can also be a curse because if this is if this is stopping us from showing up on a daily basis, then this acknowledgement is key. It's time for us to make a decision every single day. Who do we want to be in any moment? That's the healing. Okay, there might be another course that we need to go on, but until we can fully embody being, we will always keep doing. Now, he's aware of the practice he now knows he's got all of this theory, but what it is now, it's a conscious awareness to overcome that resistance to what is holding us back. A decision to act differently in any moment. So in any moment, we can wake up in the morning and react from our wounds. We can go straight into our habits and we can hold love back. It's so unconscious. We don't even know we're doing it. It's so habitual. But we are asked in any given moment to see the good in somebody, to focus on the good, to let the rest go. And it's hard because we resist the good so much. And this is what we've always got to uncover. Why are we resisting the good? What happened? What's stopping us? But it's about clearing those blocks so we can get underneath it so we can transform. Because we resist it, because we know how happy would be if we had all of this, but we don't think we're good enough or ready for that. But it's time to make this our new normal. So self-help books are amazing. That's the whole reason I wrote my book, More Than a Mindset. I'm looking at it now and I wrote it because I was almost fed up with learning so much, just like my clients. I was fed up with learning so much. All of this amazing wisdom from thousands of years ago, but my book is all practical application. We, we will always be, until we become an enlightened master, we will always be triggered. But once we've got the tools, we can implement them straight away. Bang, I'm triggered, right, what do I do next? So we gradually disrupt the patterns and change our habits. This is where the beauty is. This is where the power is. Now, our ego, our smaller self, however you want to see it, that smaller voice inside your head, that wall you built around your heart to protect you will always try and hold you back from doing this work. The work is where the magic's at. That's why these messages are key because it's all about practical application. The guided visualization sums up the whole message and forces us almost to practice straight away. This is where we can become that person so overused that we know we're capable of being. But this is where the magic is at. If we've been struggling in our relationships, in our life, at work, career, in our health, it all comes down to these moment by moment decisions that we make or not. We've got the power, we've got free will, but it's up to us how we choose to use it. So let's embrace everything that we're learning, everything that we know so far and really start to live it. 
because the more that we embody it, the more that we do this, the more will be given. It's like we block it, but then as soon as we let it all in by practicing it, that's when we get given even more and the cycle begins and we're in that flow and life feels like it's working beautifully. You know, when you're not pushing against the tide, you're actually flowing with it. That's when we've got to practice. So we practice what we've learned. And yes, we will make mistakes. It's having that compassion for ourselves that we will blow it sometimes. We won't react with our highest self. We will we will be triggered. We will lose lose it sometimes and get angry. It's not to it's not to seek perfection. We're not seeking perfection here. It's about always striving to use what not striving but always trying to really embody everything that we know. We know the truth within us. We know we're love. We know we know we're here to give love to be love. And once we can implement these tools and practices that we know are available to us then we change our habits on a subconscious basis the more we do it the easier it gets so yeah an amazing question to really sum up today's message thanks so much for listening today i hope you enjoyed today's episode you can catch me throughout the week on social instagram LinkedIn and Facebook at Laura Jane Hand. Have a great week. I'll see you again next time.